0: Welcome to Shadow Work is a Bitch Podcast, where we step into our authentic self, standing strong in acceptance of our shadow and our light within. I'm Sarah Rose, and I'm your host. I come from a lineage of psychics. I'm a Reiki master teacher, death doula, shadow work expert, and mentor extraordinaire at Diamond Know. I've been on this awakening journey for over a decade now. We are going to share laughter, tears, frustration, and joy while we take this unfiltered look through the experiences of healing our core belief systems, of going through inner child work, what it's like to step into self-wholeness, removing our conditioning from the minute that we are conceived up until now and what it's truly like to change those thought patterns as we step into and find our authentic self, all the while maintaining this 3D existence. So join me as we get real with who the fuck you are. Hello. Welcome to the first episode of Shadow Work is a Bitch. <laughs> we are going to do deep dives into what Shadow Work is. Shadow Work is an umbrella overall, and there's all these little pieces that are found underneath this massive umbrella. This podcast is meant to bring about the truths of going through shadow work. But it's, it's not just despair and agony. It's not about just losing yourself in that darkness. And we often do more, more times than not, we feel lost within it. And that is because we're too wrapped up in it, we're too focused and honed in on healing thyself in every which way that we actually forget that the whole point of shadow work is to heal and integrate it into our 3D existence and live past that 3D reality at the same time. That's the whole point of shadow work and shadow work doesn't have to be about despair or depression. It doesn't have to be seriousness all the time. Are your guides, are your higher selves this serious with you all the time? Is your life continuously serious? I bet you that it's not. There there is a desire and a requirement when it comes to shadow work to actually find the humor in your fucking life. So this podcast is about all of it. It is about the yin and yang of shatter work. To begin this amazing first episode off, we're actually going to focus on a series. And our series is going to be about death and rebirth. Now, there are many definitions about death and rebirth. The first definition we're going to focus on is the general one that we grow up learning about and that's death in regards to tr- a transition um, a physical human being or animal, flower, whatever it is that stops physically living in its body, right? So the heart's not beating, the the breath is not going in and out. This is the physical um, transcend transcendence of, a human being, an animal that moves on into, I would like to call source, I, I call it source because it's easier than, you know, listing it all off, but you could call it heaven, you can call it in, reincarnation into plants, into the animal kingdom, into human life, you can call it angels, you know, whatever it is, what is that for you? So I guess that would be the first thing to really explore in that sense is to what that what your belief is around that now it doesn't mean that it's right and it doesn't mean that it's wrong and it doesn't mean that it can't be changed so that is the main definition of death but then there's that other side of the coin that you begin to recognize and understand when you go down that shatter work (laughs) hole basically I like to call it this like deep abyss hole that you find light That's the whole point is that you're to find that light and emerge differently, death and rebirth. That's, that is the point of that definition is in that spiritual community sense, or in just life in fucking general, we, when we become self-aware, when we begin to understand life outside of this 3D mundane reality, we begin to change our mindset. We begin to change our perspective of the world. We see differently. There's not so much muddy water in our eyes or smoke clouding us, right? We're breathing differently. We're seeing differently. In fact, all of our senses change in the heighten. So right this moment, we're going to put death and rebirth in that definition to the next episode. Today, we're going to talk about Death of human life, of pets, our loved ones, of trees, of flowers, of foliage, because we all connect differently to different things. I'm a death doula, and through Sisters in Divine Alignment membership and through the one to one Divine Alignment program that I run through Diamond Know. I have many clientele that come forward with grief with the experience of someone they've known, a pet they've known that has transitioned from this three d reality no longer in their their three d body right in this in this temple that they have had and are now you know transitioned into source and this the <laughs> I want to say it is. Um I I am pulled towards death in that way. I it, I am like it is a magnet for me. I am like a moth to its flame. I, I love diving into the depths of this, um, and the transition of it all. So my first experience offhand that I can remember of death, um, I was in grade, I think 10 or 11, so that was quite a while ago, to be honest and it was the death of my my grandpa he um we call him no no he was italian so i don't know if you've ever been to a european <laughs> funeral but it's um back then it was pretty it there was a lot of grief there was always a lot of grief and i remember crying like the mississippi river for 4 days and my mom turning towards me and not understanding why i was so so emotional and I, th- I know a lot of that has to do with the fact that as empaths, as a psychic, I can feel that energy as consciousness, we feel that energy within others. And then watching my my grandma because she did do this, she did the European thing and I'm not I'm not pointing it just at European people. You can tell me it's other people. but she threw herself on top of the ca- casket. Like she was mourning the loss of the love of her life. And here it is you know, 20 years later, I don't even know how long it's been, but I probably am aging myself. The grief is still there. We we still miss that physical element of that person. We still desire a hug. We still desire a kiss on the cheek. We still desire their smell. We desire to hear them walking into the kitchen. We desire to see them sitting at our d- at our dining room table with everybody, that that in itself is part of grief. When it comes to those that have passed, and I see this across the board with my clientele, some avoid the conversation altogether, and some don't even know how to start that conversation. I not only deal with the aftermath of the family that lose that person, that pet. But I deal with those that are gearing up or getting ready to transition from their physical form to source. And let me tell you that it is, no matter wh- which way they go, it it is beautiful. It is a beautiful thing for them. But it The death of a person, the transition of a person or an animal, creates a ripple effect in the family. And this is something that I really wanted to focus on in this sense, because the last two transitions that I have witnessed within my personal life, um, there was a grandfather figure that passed and a grandmother figure that passed in the last couple of years. And I noticed something different. and. I believe that part of it is because of the work that I've done healing myself and those that have been on this journey for some time may even recognize that in themselves. The, The dynamic of how a family responds shifted. The last two I've experienced were families that came together, families that connected within their hearts to share memories to share their grief of no longer having that physical connection to that person that has transitioned. There was no fighting. There was no desire for materialistic things that that person had on this planet, because you can't fucking take it with you, but you can sure as shit leave it here. And if you you don't dish it out to everybody and gift it to everybody, especially if you're unexpected, The chances of, unfortunately, disagreements happening in the family come to pass. So where am I going with this? I'm going with this in regards to when the transition happens, it creates a ripple effect in your family. And here's how I would explain it is picture us all as roots of a tree, okay? Each of us in a circle, your whole entire family, um, you are the stump, you are the branches, you are the leaves, you are all connected. And how are you connected? You're connected to consciousness. And think of consciousness as the actual roots of your, of your tree, and then the roots of everybody else's tree. And when they grow down into the ground, they connect with one e- each other. Just so you know, this is exactly how trees talk to each other. They connect through their root systems. And even when that person passes, they still send energy. To that tree. That is consciousness. So, if this helps you in this moment to understand that even though the person has transitioned, your consciousness is still connected to them, it is energy, it is quantum physics in a way. So, in that case, if you were to Think of their consciousness as connected to your consciousness, and they're never truly gone. When I tap into that, I can feel the hug, I can smell them, I can almost hear them walking around, I can see them outside. So begin to explore that within yourself on what you think consciousness is and how you can connect that way. And it makes it easier. When you're looking at photos, when you're looking at videos, because you're desiring to hear that laugh, or you're desiring to see them play with your children, or you're desiring them to see them play with you, or just walk and turn around and smile at you, or the pictures of your family together. These are things that the physical being of you, that the heart of you, misses, but knowing that consciousness is there and that consciousness is connected will help. This is what I teach my clientele in divine alignment is that their consciousness is connected to that person. I'm not, grieving has no limit. It does not have a time frame. You don't get to say you've been doing it for five years, get the fuck over it. We don't do that to people. Because deep down inside, there's still something that needs to be healed. And that's what we need to be asking is why? What are we not dealing with? And this comes back to my rambling of how this creates that ripple effect in the family and how I said that it's changed for me. I got to see a different approach to when someone transitions. Now here is how the ripple effect is created, okay? Now we know that we're all consciousness and we know that shadow work is all about healing. And we're healing core belief systems. We're healing trauma and experiences that have happened when we were children. Therefore, when somebody passes, the experiences that we have had with this person get brought up. But also, this is also a reflection, a perception of what you have experienced and not healed within your childhood, within the family unit. Years and years ago. These are things that are pushed down. And when that person transitions, it creates this, 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 like almost like tectonic plates, and they're beginning to rub against each other. And you have all of this energy, all of these energies coming together and rubbing against each other so that it could create the feeling of being unsafe, the feeling of if people have grown up with not feeling worthy, not, um, not feeling seen, not feeling validated by that person or from other people in the family, then that is going to trigger that to the surface, which then causes feuds. It causes financial feuds, materialistic feuds. I know financial and materialistic are basically the same thing. But like I said, like, unless, you know, this person knows that they're going to pass one day and they make a a will that says, you know, this, 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 unless everything that they own and this is who gets who, what, that it is, there There are ways in which that's going to cause the, all of those things to surface because it's that, it's that security that's being rubbed the wrong way, right? It is that security and that gaping wound that's been kind of hodgepodge together, stuck together, that's opening up. Now, if we are not conscious, if we are not aware, if we are not already on our journey, then this is going to instigate it Even further. So, the ones that respond in a way that you feel, holy shit, that's really aggressive, or wow, I'm seeing a different side of this person. That's something that needs to be healed within them. And unfortunately, and I've been there, okay. Unfortunately, we come from that ego place of this is being done to me. They're doing this to me, as opposed to this is happening for me. What is it showing me that I need to potentially heal within myself? But also, how can I bring compassion to that person and help guide them in a way? And if they don't want the guidance, that's fine. That is not up to you. You're not their fucking mentor. However, we need to look at it through compassion. So here is five steps of creation. Now, the five steps of creation is your belief creates the emotion, which is number two. Three creates the frequency, four creates the perception, and five creates the outcome. And that's the 5% action. So if you have a a belief of insecurity, of feeling unsafe, of experiences and trauma around finances or of not being remembered by your family or validated by your family or validated by other people within that family unit, it will be automatically triggered it will be brought to the surface. And that is what creates that frequency, that outcome of that ripple effect within the family. Why? Because we're looking at ancestral patterns. And when those ancestral patterns, mindsets, thoughts, traumas (laughs) are not healed, that's when it creates those ripple effects. Now tell me in the comments, because I know you've all been there at one point where you have witnessed or experienced or been a part of family falling out because of the transition of another human in your life or even a fucking pet. So how do we move through this? We need to be aware, like shadow work, okay? When this happens, when the death happens, even if the death was five years ago, And you're not really coming to terms with it. Not that you're coming to terms with it, you're not processing it the way that you should be. Not should be, but for your highest evolution, I would say, then start writing about that person. It's going to be hard, but that's the whole point of shadow work. And I don't want you to just focus on this is what I miss about that person in regards to their hugs, in regards to their smell, but start talking to somebody else or writing it down the memories that you have with them and what it would feel like to have that energy around you, what it would feel like to be supported in this moment by that person. What if I told you that you were supported by that person that had passed, by that pet that had transitioned? What if you were supported by them still? What if they were there still guiding you? How would you feel? it's it's the ability to shift the grief in a way that it's happened for you it is the ability to shift the grief so that you are not stuck in a cycle because there are two ways of grieving there is the grieving mindset of i am healing and i'm exploring different ways in which i will always remember this person this physical being i will always remember our memories but it does not hinder me and then there's the the grief of I am stuck, I have not moved forward. I have been in the same pattern for the last five years, six years, twenty years. I don't go out. I don't see. I don't try to explore other partners. Maybe you don't want to, and that's fine, you know. Okay. But at the same that's what I'm trying to get at is, are you stuck? Are you stuck in some type of mindset, in some way of living that is generated by the excuse? of the grief because chances are something happened around that time or way back when that is causing you to rely on that grief to keep you stuck and ask yourself and it's hard but ask yourself that person that transcend that has transitioned whether they were you know six weeks in the womb and I say that with such love in my heart for the one that I, I was unable to carry to full term or the one that lived out till they were 95 and like, good for fucking you, honestly. But what, what do you, what would it be like to have that support, to have that guidance? What do you think they would say to you? And just so you know, even though it would have been six weeks in the womb and that was it, there was still consciousness attached to it. There was still a life attached to it, in my personal opinion. So allow yourself to explore that. Now, I have another little piece of advice for you before we end this. And this was this message was given to me a couple of years ago. And I never really, I understood it in a way, but I never understood the broader concept of it. So. I, so let me know in the comments how this resonates or, you know, email at reach out at diamond no.com. But here it is. I had this amazing man. Tell me because I, I, um, I experienced abandonment very, <laughs> very early in my life. Um, my biological father, he left when I was about four or five. Um, and I experienced abandonment with my mother throughout my life. She was a single mom. She worked a lot, um, abandonment in an emotional way too. like there was different different factors that i experienced it and experienced it from other people now in order to get now we will repeat these patterns of abandonment by the way and attract more of it unless we heal it so here's what he said to me because i said well i experienced and i didn't have a dad and he was like wrong okay biologically you didn't have a dad but understand and we all know that when we release something we make room for something else to come in so this amazing man said to me, I want you to start looking at it this way. Your father left at four years old. That fucking sucks. But who replaced him? Father figure wise, who came in and took over that responsibility? Now it doesn't have to be a stepdad. It doesn't have to be somebody that you knew for a lifelong time. It could just be somebody that was there for you for 10 minutes, for a month. Now think of that person that has transitioned who has come in their place to replace that energy to welcome in something new to help you move forward for me it was my grandpa my my grandpa was around but he was still my grandfather but when my dad decided to leave the family at when i was four to five my grandpa <laughs> i learned how to be potty trained by him i learned how to ride a bike he used to take me to the store do the grandpa thing, but also do the parent thing. And he would babysit us and he would watch us. He would feed us. He would teach us things. When my mother was too busy with work, my grandmother was there. She taught me how to cook. She taught me how to love spaghetti for Christ's sake, all of these things. And, and then I have my mother-in-law who is like a mom to me right now, or she is a mom to me. She she has come into my life. I've lost connection with my stepdad, who I considered my dad a couple of years ago. Therefore, my son and my daughter has lost that connection and with my mother as well, has lost those grandparent connections. So other grandparents came into the picture for them, the ones that they they have biologically, but also the ones... <laughs> like the one that passed a couple of weeks ago that was very connected to my son. That was a grandfather figure for him. Understand where I'm coming from with this is that the energy moves out, even though it is hard and at times it is painful, but at times it's so fucking beautiful and we miss the opportunity because we are too focused on the physical body that we're missing. But if we were to know and focus on that consciousness, things would be different for you. So you might listen to this and be like, whatever, and take one thing. Perfect. If you take all of it, amazing. If it takes you five months to understand what the fuck I'm talking about, better. I love it. So here's your homework. Who have you lost? Pet, be it pet or be it person who has transitioned from your life into Source? who has come in to help you, who has come in to fill those little pieces and not to overtake them because that consciousness is always there. They're always connected to you in fragments, right? But who has come into your life to help you with that, to have that motherly figure that would give you a hug every day or text you and ask you how you're doing or to let you, you know, that grandmother that will listen to you and teach you how to cook or bake cookies, all of those things, things that you may have been missing, things that are not, it's not the physical replacement of the person, understand that, it is the energy, it is the intention behind it, it is the, um, the love, that energy that unfortunately has gone in a way by the person that's transitioned, but you're welcoming in something else. And I bet you 100%, I guarantee you after this, you are going to start finding it within yourself. You're going to start finding it within your relationships. I'm not saying that you're, you know, you might've, your dad might have transitioned and now you have a husband and you're, I'm not saying that your husband is your daddy, okay? <laughs> not in this context, um, but there might be pieces of that exchange, of that energy exchange that is filling something there that needs to be filled for your highest evolution. So there's your homework. Let me know. Tell me how it is. So as a reminder, thank you so much. Well, reminder, but like first off, thank you so much for being here for the first ever episode of Shadow Work is a Bitch. I am super excited. Like this is... Oh, this like this, this is a fucking dream that has come true. This is like, fuck. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and a reminder, if you have any questions that you want me to touch on in a podcast or a topic that you want me to touch on when it comes to shadow work, if you want to share a funny story and have me read it out anonymously on here, I can even do a series on stuff like that, on how we integrate it into this wild 3d reality that we have here. So email it to reach out at as always sending you so much amazing vibes and energy this week and i will catch you next week for death and rebirth in regards to our actual physical reality living here in our deep dive into shadow work have an awesome day